Hello everyone, and welcome to the Progressive Worship Podcast from SacredEyes.com, where we explore and work with all the ways that our worship shapes and defines our lives. My name is John, and today, since we're in the middle of Holy Week, I want to talk about Holy Week and Easter as acts of remembering together, and I want to explore what it means to do the work of collective remembering in our worship and our lives. This podcast will give you a quick overview, but on the Sacred Eyes Patreon, I go much deeper and get really practical with how we can apply these insights to our worship practice. When you sign up as a patron, you not only help to keep Sacred Eyes going, you also get access to the full version of this post, bonus content from time to time, and exclusive discounts on all premium Sacred Eyes resources. It's also really helpful if you comment, like, and share this podcast as widely as you can so that others can find Sacred Eyes as well. Thank you so much. A few years ago, I read an article in which it was suggested that couples who have been married for a long time remember things better than those who live alone. The reason is that these couples tend automatically to assign different items to each partner and then are able to reconstruct the complete memory together. It's a case of two heads really being better than one. This also reveals that some memories are bigger than individuals and may require relationships or even communities to carry them. The power of collective memory is so profound that sometimes we go to great lengths to remember events that are identified as especially significant for our life together. We recognize that we need to remember the past because it continues to shape and guide our future and so we work intentionally to make sure we don't forget. Every culture and nation makes use of public holidays and monuments to remember moments in their collective history. And these acts of remembering have a profound impact on us both as individuals and as a collective. So here are some of the ways that our memories shape us. Identity. Firstly, without our memories, we find ourselves in a doldrum of non-being. We know who we are because of our stories, the collection of events, interactions, experiences and feelings that has molded and formed us. Without memory, then, we have no identity. Learning. Secondly, memories teach us to grasp the larger overarching stories that we call truth. Our experience and understanding of the world is built on past events, relationships, information and happenings, all of which combine in the storeroom of our minds and hearts and create a framework by which we understand, experience and act in our world. Over time, particularly as scientists and storytellers do their work, memory builds on memory and our understanding of reality is expanded. Without memory then, We have no learning. Belonging. Thirdly, when groups of people share memories, they are inextricably connected, bound to each other by their common history. This is why it always takes time to become part of any community, be it church, neighborhood or sports club. As we learn and appreciate the community's shared story, so we are able to participate in these memories and in the community to an increasing degree. Without memory, then, we have no belonging. 
But memory is always interpreted. We always highlight some elements and downplay others. Our memories, both individual and shared, are always constructed, and they often need to be deconstructed as elements that were ignored are seen again and voices that were silenced are heard again. This happens in our national cultural stories, our group stories, our family stories, and our personal stories. And that's why it's important that we work intentionally and intelligently with our memories and how they shape us which is one of the roles of spirituality and spiritual practice. This week, Christians across the globe are celebrating Holy Week, arguably the most important and influential act of shared remembering in the Christian year. Unfortunately, we often don't understand how best to engage with these sacred memories. We too easily observe our rituals and celebrations without thought or critique, and assume that we all know and agree on what these memories mean. Well, I want to suggest that each year we should see the Holy Week and Easter festivals as opportunities to reconsider how we will work with our collective and personal faith memories. And that's because we're not just thinking back on some historical events. We're also living into the meaning, identity and shared life of community that they create for us. This means that our liturgies and the theology they contain are very important, especially in the next few days. But how can we do this work of exploring, evaluating, and living more deeply into our religious memories as we gather for worship? Well, in the Patreon version of this podcast, I explore the four main aspects of our worship, preaching, prayer, liturgy and ritual, and music and how they can enhance our Holy Weekend Easter worship as shared acts of remembering. So if you want to go deeper with these ideas, why not head over to Patreon and sign up? As we all know, liturgy is the work of the people. And one of the most important pieces of work that we do together is to remember. But our shared work of remembering is not just about preserving past stories. It's about choosing who we are, with whom we belong, and how we will interpret and act in our world. May our shared remembering be eye-opening and life-changing as we journey together through the Holy Week experience this year. I hope this has been a meaningful reflection for you. If so, please share it with others and feel free to apply these ideas in your community. Next week, the podcast will shift focus to the Easter season as we continue exploring worship and liturgy as acts of collective remembering. And we will be reflecting specifically on what it means to remember the cycle of death and life personally, collectively, and cosmically. It's going to be a fun conversation, so I hope you'll join me for that. But for now, that's all I have. Thank you for giving me your time and attention. And remember, how you worship shapes how you live. I'll catch you next time.